Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed to higher trade in the grain markets here early on Thursday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures unchanged at 5.34.5. March soybeans up seven and three quarters at 13.61 and three quarters. March Chicago wheat is up six and three quarters at 6.42 and a quarter. March Kansas City wheat up six and three quarters at 6.20 and three quarters. March spring wheat up five and a half cents at 6.24 and a quarter. A little bit of volatility in the overnight session. The markets had been lower at one point. The corn was sharply lower on the open last night. Night, but uh, we've got a little bit of a rebound this morning. A uh, couple of notes here this morning before I get started. Next uh, Tuesday, which I believe is the 16th, I will be speaking at the Top Producer Summit uh, here in Nashville. I've got an afternoon speaking slot. I think it's it's 4 or 4.30 p.m. Central Time. But uh, if you watch the, the videos, if you, if you listen to the podcast and you see me there, uh, make sure you come up and say hi. I'd love to talk to you. Um, also, if you guys need some help with your grain marketing, if you'd like to get my morning email, if you'd like to get my text message service, all that stuff, uh, go to my website. It's standardgrain.com. Click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, for 49 bucks a month, you'll get that email that goes out every business day at 6.30 Central Time in the morning. Uh, my text message service, you'll be made aware of all the overnight headlines that you need to be aware of, um, all sorts of interesting charts and information, and all my grain marketing recommendations. I break down uh, cash sales by crop, by crop year, by percentage. This is billed automatically to your credit card every month, and you can cancel it at absolutely any time. There is no other obligation, no other fee, uh, nothing like like that. To uh, get into the news here this morning, uh, Brazil had their crop report out uh, just uh, a few minutes ago, and they actually increased their projections for uh, their soybean crop and also for their corn crop. Uh, the projection for the Brazilian soybean crop went up marginally versus last month, 133.8 up from 133.7 last month. They also increased the uh, corn production estimate uh, uh, by quite a bit, 105 uh, and a half up from 1023 uh, last month. Now you got to keep in mind with this corn situation in Brazil. I mean, they haven't even planted most of it. That second corn crop is is the larger corn crop there. But uh, um, uh, Brazil uh, actually increasing row crop production estimates. U.S. ethanol production remains sluggish. Weekly output continues to well to to run well below what I would call pre-COVID levels. Last week's production was down 9.3% versus the same week last year. Gasoline demand was down 10% versus the same week last year. Uh, spot production margins, I think, are mostly negative for plants across the country. I've got a chart that I want to show you here that'll just uh, kind of give you the, the lay of the land in terms of ethanol production. Um, this is uh, what we'd call like season, a seasonal chart. So each line on the chart here represents a year. And you can see I've got 2020 and 2021 uh, checked off here. And and I mean the the theme here is is has been very consistent now for almost a year. We've been running well below levels uh, since COVID started. We we've, we've been running well below levels that we've seen in in any of the past three or four years. Uh, that that happened basically uh, beginning in in you know, mid-March 2020, uh, we had the big spike down and, and we continue to run even here into 2021, well below um, what I would consider to be like a normal level. So despite the fact that we've seen recovery in a lot of markets, I mean, the ethanol markets recovered, um, we've seen the energy markets recover, we're still not seeing ethanol production uh, back to where we'd like it to be, I don't think. 
uh, in some of the other headlines here this morning. Uh, Joe Biden's EPA will review biofuel blending laws beyond 2022. Biden has selected Michael Reagan as the next EPA administrator. His approval appears very likely. Reagan has said he has had conversations with other members of the administration regarding the role that biofuel can play in combating climate change. He said, I will confer with my legal and policy team to understand all of the options before me regarding the RFS program and in this specific specific case, how to set the RFS volume requirements beyond 2022. So I don't know how I don't know how they're going to handle this. This is a couple of years out. I mean, if they think that biofuel is um, is a key component to combating climate change, that could be a good thing. I mean, it, it it really could be. Now we know further on down the road, you've got all these um, you know auto manufacturers pushing towards electric and that sort of thing. That's not a good thing. But in regard to the RFS, I mean, there there could be some positives that come out of this. I suppose Argentina will not tack tax ag exports or implement any sort of uh, restrictions for the time being. There's been a lot of back and forth about this matter recently, but uh, uh, I I suppose there was one more meeting uh, with the farm groups and the government. The president of one of the larger farm groups said, we can convey to our producers that there will be no increase in export taxes and no intervention. This is just one of many stories involving a country attempting to restrict exports in the name of food security. I mean, Russia's the big one with with their uh, formula-based export tax. That's the big one, but you've seen some some other stories kind of along those same lines here. It's it's a, it's a theme here as commodity prices rise, energy prices also continue to rise. Uh, spot month WTI crude oil futures are set for their best weekly close since January of last year. They trade above fifty eight dollars per barrel this morning. Spot month heating oil futures also set for their best weekly close since January of twenty twenty. They trade above a dollar seventy five per gallon this morning. Our Baba unleaded about a dollar sixty four this morning. That's near their best level since February of last. Last year, ethanol futures traded their best level since I think December of 2016. This week, uh, we've had OPEC cut production that's helped to spur the rally. I think that just in general, the weaker dollar commodity inflation has been a story here um, as well. But you're back to you know what I would call pre-COVID levels in just about all of your energy markets. USDA will release its weekly export sales report this morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Another strong week of corn sales is expected following last week's all-time record. Uh, corn sales, old and new crop combined, uh, 1 million to 1.8 expected. Soybean sales, uh, 300 up to about a million. Wheat sales, 200 to 450 expected. Cattle futures yesterday were um, down sharply in, in some of the nearby uh, live cattle. February live cattle were down $1.32, uh, in just above that 116 level. We'd like to see... Uh, that this, this cash cattle deal improved this week. We haven't seen much of that, but it looks like we may be seeing some convergence here. Uh, feeder cattle were able to close higher. Maybe the uh, the down day in the corn market helped with that. In the outside markets, the stocks are up. Uh, S&P's up 12. Dow's up 80. Uh, precious metals are mixed. We've got the U.S. dollar just a couple of ticks lower. Crude oil is now down 35 cents at 58.33 in the March WTI contract. Remember, if you guys need some more information, check out my website. Everybody have a great day. I'll talk to you uh, same time tomorrow morning.